not just a belief of mine. It's a real knowing. Knowing that we can take what we love to do, whether it's baking, sewing, painting, whatever lights you up, then we can take that skill and make a great income doing exactly what we love to do. As author of What Should I Be When I Grow Up Now That I'm 40, 50, 60, Discovering Your Core and Also Your Gift Is Your Niche, it has been my life's work to help others, just like you and me, to discover passions, your purpose, powerful messages that you only you have so they can make the difference they were put here to make. Every week I will have deep, rich conversations with real life people that believe just like me. And here's what they believe. When you do what you love in a career, you will never work another day in your life. And this is the way I like to say it. When passion, purpose, and profit collide, that is when you get paid for being you. I'm Patricia Noldrain. Welcome to the podcast, When Passion Meets Profit. Hello, everybody. It's Patricia Noldrain, and welcome back to When Passion Meets Profit. I always like to introduce you to brand new people that you might not know if they weren't on this podcast. The girl I have on today is one of my favorite people on the planet because I've known her for several years. It's always fun to introduce you to somebody that I've known and respected for years. And I love what she's teaching because I didn't even know this existed until she taught me how to do this. I'll tell you about her in just a minute. When Passion Meets Profit is a podcast all about people that have really dug deeply into themselves until they finally find what it is that they're passionate about. Maybe they feel it's their calling, it's their purpose. And then comes the magic. They learn how to make an income with that passion so they never feel like they're working another day in their life. Doesn't get better than that. Let me introduce you to Julie Houston. Julie, welcome to the call. Well, thank you, Patricia. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I always love to be with you. Now, Julie named her podcast, Vision Boards Can Help You Get Clarity Around What You Really Want. And Julie, let's just start with that. Let's let's go there and say, tell me about that. Well, people sometimes don't think of vision boards giving you clarity, but what I've found is that the more that you can have your dreams and your goals front and center, you know, with pictures, with words, Mm -hmm. and creating those affirmations and living out those dreams and always be thinking about them, the more clarity you'll get as you take those steps to achieve them. But, you know, it's, it's not just slapping pictures up on a board or finding images on the internet you like. It's, it's about brain dumping everything you have in your head and putting it down on paper. That's how I teach first. I have a three-pronged approach to this. And and I tell people to put down a hundred things, which sometimes is a stretch for them. But that starts giving you, that push, pushes you into the area of things that you maybe don't think you can achieve, but you can actually. And then narrowing that down, you know, to what they want to achieve in that year or that quarter or that month, whatever, you know, it is. But it also goes beyond that you know, to get clarity, you have to develop that mindset, those thoughts and those beliefs and those expectations that you're going to achieve those dreams. So that's, that's an important first step. And, you know, you know, I've taught 
vision board workshops live. I've taught them online for a long time. And one of the biggest problems is those people not, not getting past the negative thoughts they have and having those right thoughts and beliefs as a foundation to be able to take action on their dreams. And so then when they take action, you know, then the dreams emerge out of action. The more you step into it, the more uh, you realize more dreams. And people, it's fun to see this happen with them. But in teaching all these workshops that I've taught in the past, this is where people fall off the wagon. This is, you know, and it has to do everything with beliefs and expectations that they can achieve those dreams. So that three-pronged approach is starting out, you know, getting all the dreams out of your head, even going beyond that, pushing yourself, what are some things that I never thought I could achieve? And then narrowing those down to what you want to achieve, like I said, this year, this month. But then also developing your thoughts, your mindset to create that belief foundation and then taking that real action of being able to step out of your comfort zone because you have more belief and confidence in yourself. So, so I, Julie, I believe a vision board shouldn't be like a to-do list, something that you know you can achieve. A vision board is something that stretches you. Okay. I love that. A vision board stretches you. Now, go back to the beliefs and expectations, because I think that is hard for people. That I Do you think beliefs hold people back? Oh, definitely. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> like, give an example. For, for me, as you know, and I'm a, rec- a recovering perfectionist, but the belief that people will judge me has, I still struggle with it. I, I, it holds, holds me back from posting on Facebook, from doing the things that I want to do. I mean, I always work through that, but it's something that's always, I've always had to work at. Because I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I believe that people judge me for whatever I put out there, which is not true. Mm-hmm. And, and for mm-hmm. an instance, I, I speak a lot. And when I first started speaking, I get up on stage, I do my speech, I get off and I think that was really horrible. That didn't help anyone. And what was amazing is, you know, not bragging, but people would come up and say, oh, you know, when you said this and this, this helped me. And it mm-hmm. actually surprised me because I had that belief that I didn't do you know, yeah. the right thing. That's a really good example, Julie. I, I'm, I really appreciate your honesty about that because there are so many of us out there that think it's about us and it really isn't. It's about them. It's about what you can share with them that takes them to a different level. So I'm glad those people came up and said, oh, what you just said changed me. And I'm sure there are people in your past that you've changed their entire life because of what you said. I bet, I, is that a true statement? Oh, I think it is. I mean, yeah. and, and that took me a while to learn because I spoke and, over and over and realized, mm-hmm. okay, I am changing people's lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then that just gave me more confidence to move forward, take more action. Okay. So now you kind of know my, my wonderful guest today, Julie Houston, you know a little bit about her. And now I want Julie to tell us a story about when she was a little girl that really depicts the kind of personality she is today. That's a <laughs> tough one, Julie. Well, I thought about this. You know, I love to learn. That's one of my top strengths. But I love to teach what I learn. And I've, I've loved, always loved to teach. And even when, you know, I, I, I grew up on a ranch, a cattle and horse ranch. And I trained and showed quarter horses. 
And about 16 years old, I started teaching younger riders how to, how to ride and how to show a horse. And I, I was just consumed with it, with showing horses because I loved it. It was, it was such a, a passion for me. But part of that was visualizing winning. And I didn't even know I was visualizing, Patricia. I didn't, when I started looking back at my childhood, I, I won a lot. I was very good at it. But I didn't worry about it. I, I always expected to win. I think it's because I wanted to win so bad. And I didn't even realize, like I said, I was, I was visualizing. And, and so, you know, so many times I would sit outside the ring waiting to go in to compete. And I would visualize that judge looking at me. Mm. I would visualize him pulling me out of the line. I would visualize what my horse would be doing, that they'd be doing it perfectly. And I'd visualize him giving me that trophy at the end. Wow. And it just, you know, that's, that's something now I look back and I've just kind of had that as, as a natural ability. And I've tried to grow that, you know, especially in my online business and in my, my adult life. Do you realize how, what a gift that is, Julie? I mean, what you're saying to me, I, I'm going to say 90% of the I don't know, that might be exaggerating, but a big percentage of us just do not know how to do that. The visualization you literally, as a little girl, could visualize the guys looking at you, the judge? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, in, wow. I would literally in my head say, look at me, look at me, look at me. Oh. And I mean, one instance, there's four divisions and they choose two people out of each division for a championship class. I was the third. The judge came out of the arena after we left and I, I got third. I didn't get first or second. Mm-hmm. He said, I want you to come back into the championship class. Well, that was all I needed. <laughs> I went back in and I, in my mind, I'm going to win this. And I did. I mean, you know, I practiced and trained and all that. But but I think a lot of it had to do with my mindset. And I, I use this same process now in achieving and manifesting the dreams and on my vision board. Oh, I think that is marvelous. I love that, Julie. Now, there's somebody listening to you right now and they're thinking, you know, I would really like to be able to do that visualization. Are you able to teach it? Or is that through a vision board that you teach the visualization now? Is that why it's that visual? I do teach. I mean, in my vision board workshops, I do Mm -hmm. teach a uh, section on visualization. And if that works for people, that's great. But what you have to realize is there are a lot of, I, I help people get over whatever holds them back so that they can create that foundation of belief and be able to get their dreams and goals. But for there's so many ways that you can build your foundation of belief and have more thoughts, replace the negative thoughts. There's so many different methods, you know, tapping, visualization, affirmations, breath work, you know, there's just Reiki. There's just so many people need to try those different methods out mm-hmm. and find out what works for them. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, visualization, affirmations, that works very, very well. For other people, it might be breath work where they can just clear their mind and, and be able to step forward and take that action that's out of their comfort zone to achieve those goals and those dreams. Yeah, you know, Julie, really, you just kind of helped me have an aha because I, it's very hard for me to visualize, like you said. I mean, you... That's a gift. I want you to know that for any of you listening. But to be able to visualize that 
that man and have him come over. I mean, all of that was like, yep, I told you that's what would happen. (laughs) Well, I'm going to do that with a vision board because I do feel, you know, you named a lot of different things like tapping and all of that. You do have to find what works. But I, because I took a vision board class from Julie and it was spectacular. She's one of the best teachers out there. I really enjoyed it. But I think this time I'm going to do it differently and maybe put up things that are powerful for me or that I see as powerful or just like you're visualizing that judge. I want to do that kind of a vision board. I think it'll take me a while to do it, but I seriously had an aha just now. So thank you for that. Now, Julie, I want you to take us on your passion journey or your career journey to how you got to where you are today teaching vision boards. I'm really loving this conversation, aren't you? but I want to talk to those of you who want to go deeper. We all attended school at some time. Maybe you're attending school right now, but inside those schools are teachers that have the responsibility to teach certain courses. But what they don't teach is really the most important thing in life, self-discovery. You know the self-discovery that would help us know what we are supposed to do in a career, and also that self-discovery on how we're supposed to make an income to really take care of our families. Well, I decided a long time ago, it's time for me to share what I know so I can help somebody with a step-by-step process that anybody can follow. I created a digital downloadable course called Your Gift is Your Niche because people were asking me all the time, Patricia, what's my niche? And I'd always say, your gift is your niche. So now I created a course called yourgiftisyourniche.com and I spell niche with an N-I-C-H-E And in this very affordable, life-changing course, I walk you through very simple exercises. They'll not only help you find your unique gifts, but they'll also show you how to monetize your talents and skills. You know, the ones you came into this world with. I'm so glad I created something that I don't don't think, I know it's going to be able to help you in your self-discovery journey because it's a simple six-hour course with action sheets that support everything that I'm saying in the course. And you also get my wonderful book, What Should I Be When I Grow Up Now That I'm 40, 50, 60. That's going to help you also with different exercises in that book. I'm also glad I made it into what I call an SPL course. That's a self-paced learning because we all learn in different ways and at different times. I cannot wait for you to get to know the most important person in your life that's you. So go to yourgiftisyourniche.com, N-I-C-H-E, and if this page speaks to you, then seriously, invest in you. It's time to claim your destiny. Now let's get back to the conversation. Oh boy, that's that's a long journey, but Mm -hmm. I think it starts out, like I said, I was raised on a horse and cattle ranch. My dad was an entrepreneur. Now, when I was young, I didn't even know what that word meant. I didn't even, that wasn't in my vocabulary. But when I look back, I was raised by an entrepreneur. I did not have a, you know, air quotes, normal job until I was a freshman in college, my freshman summer after my first year of college. Because um, on the ranch, I just created jobs for myself. I didn't like structure. I didn't like ceilings on what I could make. And so I would just ask my grandpa or ask my dad, you know, I'll go paint this if I can get this much money. And that's kind of how I've always been. And I've had a lot of hourly jobs, but I've never liked that as much as creating my own pathway. 
And, you know, I've done different things off and on. I've, I've been in, I was in MLM. I just, I worked for Franklin Covey, but that was kind of, you got your own clients. And so I've always liked creating my own business. When I got married, my husband and I got into an MLM company and we did that for a very long time. And that's what I left to go online. When online became kind of a big thing to create courses because I love to teach. And so that's kind of how I got here. And then it's, it's taken me a couple of years to get clarity on what I really love to teach. And that's why you always want to be taking action. That's why I tell people with the vision board, you might have a, a, a dream up there and you might have a picture of something. And as you start to take action on it and, it, you know, it's uncomfortable, but you push through that. It might not be, well, just what you were saying, you have to have the emotion and it has mm-hmm. to be emotional and you have to have that feeling of passion for that dream to be able to take action on it mm-hmm. and clarify it. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of get clarity that way because you'll, you'll start to realize, okay, I really don't want to go for this. I'm going to try something else. I think clarity is, I mean, I think it's so underspoken, you know, it is the king of everything. It is everything. Mm-hmm. And so when did you get clarity? <laughs> Probably. I mean, I mean, I've done a lot of different courses online, but I started out because I so love mindset and personal development. I started out with that. And then I just kind of made a circle around. I I taught webinars. I taught, you know, a profit in your PJs. I had a lot of different courses and I just come around to vision boards and creating those dreams and goals and, and, and following goals, because that's what I, I love to teach. That was a great answer, Julie. And and now, you know, I really wonder, because with other entrepreneurs, I see that this happens over and over. We get to a point where we don't know how to price our value. Now, you're doing vision boards. You're literally helping people plan out their whole life, see their life in front of them, because you did that for me. And so I wonder, was it hard for you to price workshops and how it is that you work with people? You know, I think it, it was, I mean, at the beginning, you always price things that seems like lower than what they're really, the value is. And it, it depends on if you are trying to present a beta, you know, that's going to be lower priced, that you want a small group of people that you can, you know, inter- talk to and, and see what feedback they give you. But yeah, I think the the harder time, the hardest time I have is pricing the courses, the bigger courses that I make, because this, the vision board is a workshop. It's a four module workshop. And Mm -hmm. I, it's kind of an entry level. I think it depends on what you want to do with what, what you're offering too. This is an entry level and it's just for people to get into my world and have a lot of fun making a vision board, but learning about the three pronged approach that I use. Yeah, I love that. I love the three prong actually, and really paying attention to that. You know, Julie, when you talk about pricing, though, do you feel that you, I'm just asking you personally, are really pricing your products that meet the value of what you do? Oh, that's a hard question. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Because then, you know, I'm continually working on my beliefs and my, my belief foundation and, and what I'm worth. 
And so I think many times as you put something out there and you see that it, people get results from it, it's so much easier then to raise your prices and realize that it is valuable and people are getting results. Mm -hmm. And yeah. maybe you get feedback and you rework it and you know in your mind that it's better. Yes. And then it's easier that way to price things out. Yeah. I think it gets easier with time. I, I do too, right. Julie, because I think it's really difficult in, in the beginning. And I'm going to say this to everybody listening. I think you should get in touch with Julie as quickly as possible before the price goes up because her, the value of what she taught me in the vision board was priceless. I can't even tell you. So how do people get in touch with you, Julie? Well, they can go to juliehouston.com and I have a challenge that I'm, that I offer and I have a wait list right now. And it's, you know, how to let go of everything that holds you back. And it's working on that first step that, that belief in yourself, the foundations, replacing those thoughts and getting your confidence back. And so you can go to juliehouston.com forward slash challenge and you can sign up for that wait list. And then I'll let you know when the next one is going to be. I offer them throughout the year. The other way uh, to get started right now, you can again go to juliehouston.com and I have a seven day mindset reboot guide for free. You can download that and um, start working on that. And it's just a seven day guide to be able to each instruction to do something each day to help change how your thoughts work, change those negative thoughts to positive. That's great. I love having freebies on here. And I'm so glad you mentioned that, Julie. But I would like because your name is spelled differently than people yes, might is. think. So would you spell out your dot com? Yes, my name is Julie Houston, but it's J-U-L-E-E, -E, so it's mm -hmm. double E. Houston is H-U-S-T-O-N. So there's not like the city. <laughs> so double yeah. E, not mm -hmm. like the city. Mm -hmm. JulieHouston.com forward slash challenge. Correct. Good, Julie. Now, one last question for you, Julie. I know there's somebody listening right now that is thinking, my whole life, I just want to be in charge. I want to be the person that takes care of me. I don't want to go work for a company, just like you, Julie. And so what advice would you give them? Oh, man, I think trust yourself. You know, a, a big, I mean, this has to do a lot with vision boards, with trusting yourself, thinking that you can manifest these dreams into your life. But trusting yourself and trusting that everything around you is occurring in a way to manifest whatever you desire, whatever that is, to be a better mom, to to be a better wife, to have a job, to be an entrepreneur, whatever that is. And But you have to pay attention because as you go along and you're taking steps towards whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, you have to be aware of all the little things that occur, those little micro achievements, those little steps that gives you the evidence that your success is inevitable, that you are going to, and that everything will work out in the end. And I think a, a big thing is always expect to achieve your dreams. And then when they don't, still have that trust in yourself and that belief in yourself that you have the ability to achieve still, even if it's a different pathway, even if it takes a longer time than you think. The trust in yourself and your abilities, because you can do way more than you think you can. That's great. 
That, that is fabulous, really. That should go down in some, some history book. I don't know. <laughs> Julie, I want to leave everybody with our nine golden nuggets that I got out of what you said today. And okay. I, I really love this part because I think people don't realize what genius they really have that are, that's coming out of them until I repeat right from you. It's not from me. It's from you. Mm-hmm. So here's number one. Vision boards will stretch you. Now, I loved when you said that because I, I totally agree. You know, you put down a goal. I want to write a book, but you get up, you put on a vision board. I want my book to be on Amazon number one or a New York bestseller or whatever. It just does. It stretches you. You just take it to a different level. Number two, I love this about brain dumping because it hurts if you keep it up in your brain. Brain dump <laughs> what's in your head and put it on a vision board. That's very good. Number three, beliefs and expectations can hold you back. And I loved it that Julie shared her belief that can sometimes hold her back. What's yours? Number four. And I take this from Julie because I really know that this is Julie's passion. Teach what you learn. She was even doing that when she was a little girl, you know, teaching what she learned. Number five, visualization is powerful. So do it with a vision board. And that's where my aha came in, Julie, today, because I'm not a great visualization person, but I can be a great vision board person because of you. Number six, create your own pathway. Now, that's the part, Julie, where, you know, you can I really work for somebody else? Can I really do it this way? No, create your own. Just do your own path. Number seven, clarity is king, but action is a must. Number eight, price what you're worth. And sometimes you don't know what you're worth until you've done it for a while. Number nine, always expect to achieve your dreams. You always have to trust you. Those were just brilliant, Julie. I mean, what did you think? No, How did no, you think? That was right. <laughs> right. I'm surprised you pulled out nine. That's awesome. Yeah, you're a brilliant girl. And really, I hope people will really sign up and go to Julie Houston. And now remember, J-U-L-E-E-H-U-S-T-O-N.com forward slash challenge because she's going to be doing this on a waiting list for a while, live and in person. You don't want to miss out on something like that. People don't do anything live anymore. Everything's digital. Everything's a download, but not with Julie. She keeps showing up because she wants to make sure that you all really get the feeling that she gets when she does a vision board. And Julie, just one last question. How long have you been doing a vision board yourself? I've done a vision board off and on probably since college, but not in the way I teach now because I've learned so much. Mm-hmm. But the way I teach now, probably probably four years. Oh, that's great. I, I was thinking you were going to say, and I think this is a true statement. I think when you were a little girl and you were visualizing, that was a vision board in your head. I just think <laughs> that's, that's what you were doing. And remember how you told me one time, I wondered why you like to cut out pictures and things, but you were doing scrapbooking mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. I've so, always loved, I mean, visualizing and vision right. boards, p- putting pictures up. Yeah. I that's who you are. Yeah, that's who you are. I cannot thank Julie Houston enough for being on this call. I hope you were walking away with what I'm walking away. I cannot wait to work on my vision board today. So until we meet again, everybody, it's Patricia Noel Drain. Thank you, Julie Houston. Thank you, Patricia.
Thank you so much for spending your precious time with me today. Hey, if you got something out of this, maybe you'd consider sharing it with someone else that you care about. I want to leave you with a secret to success in life and business. Aha, here it is. If you can't share a solution to a problem someone is having, that is true success. Now, maybe these examples might help you. I discovered two major problems that I help solve. I really didn't realize how major they were until I realized no one is teaching this stuff. The first one, of course, goes right back to this podcast. What's my calling? What's my purpose? And that's why I created the digital downloadable course, yourgiftisyourniche.com. I already mentioned it earlier in the episode. But finally, I came up with another problem that I can solve. And it's how to live a happy, long-lived, lasting marriage. Now, I created a book called The Chosen Few. And I share 100 tips that myself and others, other long-lived couples, I might say, put together so that you can have a conversation, especially if you're a committed couple. Now, what is the problem you solve? Think about it. Because you might really have something to share with somebody that will change their life forever. We also have a Facebook group. It's free. I'd like you to come on to it because it goes beyond the podcast. It's called When Passion Meets Profit. Until we meet again, it's Patricia Noel Drain.